1: Here we are. It is Tuesday, game day, coming right around the corner real fast. Cowboys play on Thanksgiving Day. They are 31-21-1 all-time. Cowboys have lost their last two Thanksgiving Day games. Mm. Dak Prescott has been the starting quarterback in four of them. He's got a 2-2 record. Here come the Raiders, who've lost three straight football games. Lots to dive into here on the Players Lounge. I'm Nui Scruggs. He is the ultimate survivor. Danny McRae in
2: the house. I'm in the house? Am I here? I'm here. I'm in my. S- oh yeah, okay. Survivor music. Nui, welcome back. Welcome back. We missed you yesterday. Yes. You had a flight back from Kansas City. Is that that what? That's what kept you from being on the show, or was it assignment?
1: It was. It was. A, it was a flight. And let me tell you, who knew? Getting. Uh, I'll say this: if you are traveling, you got two options right now. Okay, you need to seriously think about it. if you're traveling for Thanksgiving. One, go ahead and make some money by giving up your seat, or two, bring something to read because you're going to be up in the airport for a minute.
2: Is delays like that?
1: Yeah, it's delays like that. They called me during the game, the Kansas City Chiefs-Cowboys game. They, I got called during the game. They offered me $500 to uh, change my
2: flight. To the same, but same day, just later, or a whole later, different day? Later. later.
1: Say, so, hey, you go home Monday at 3 o'clock for 500 bucks. I can't do it. My photographer didn't get that call. He was supposed to fly out at 12. He wasn't flying out till 221. It's like, man, I wish they'd have called you because at least you could have made some money. off. <laughs> and then by, so that was Sunday. Monday, the offer was up to $700. So I'm telling you right now, if you plan on traveling and if you are flying, you can make yourself some money. I actually told somebody this the other day. I said, look, you can make money coming and going right now because they are, they are oversold. Flights are getting moved left and right, so
2: yeah. But is that what happened to Barry?
1: Is Barry on one of those one of those no, flights? Church is church. The church had a function to get to. That oh, okay. To get to. So, I so you know. church was out. Church is out today. I was out yesterday, but you were the consistent I, I, I'll be here. I'll be here tomorrow as well. Okay, good, good. I'll be
2: if they if they ask me to come on Thanksgiving, I'll be here on okay, Thanksgiving okay. and the Friday I, Black Friday, I'll be here too. But I think if we add up twenty twenty one no, no, total I absences, mean, y'all, y'all y'all are definitely if catching we up. Add up twenty twenty one absences. Let, you, let, let, you are, you, let you me tell you why your y'all, standard
1: deviation. Is in the is in the three let, let got me, a three okay Let, in the let me let, let
2: me tell you why mine is why mine is made up because y'all know exactly where I was at at I that time not, I did not no know now, now now okay. now you do, know okay. exactly where I was at and I had a perfectly good reason for not being available to be on the show you I don't know work I'm sorry work it, make it, you could do a virtual work you could do a virtual the flight was twelve twenty two huh. My flight was twelve. You said, you said they was offering money for people to leave later? I, yeah, but it was three for me it would have been
1: three o'clock. Oh yeah, yeah. So I saying. didn't get to go. So I didn't get to three.
2: Go. My my photographer got bumped. Yeah, yeah. So you move to three and then you do the show and then you'd be all right. Couldn't do it. <laughs> now that,
0: in, in Denny's defense, okay, he is now content for our show.
2: This is yep, look, work.
1: Now I will say this. I did think about it. <laughs> hey, could I do the show, but I didn't have the mic little mic. You I, I didn't
2: did have a mic the you last time I did the show. Just it's cool. Thank thank you, CB, for did, for, 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 for getting that out the window. But we are glad to have you. In you know? the airlines. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He ain't had no headphones. Then Bose gave you some nice headphones. Bose hooked you up no, there. No, no, they? the microphone. And I'm I could s- I'm yes. saying Bo, Bose. Okay, yes. you because you don't need the you don't need the mic. Yeah, so
1: anyway, I wasn't here yesterday. <laughs> uh, we have a firing in the National Football League, we'll get to later on, but let us start. <laughs> Not
2: fair. Yeah, start somewhere Let's start with
1: the Dallas Cowboys. And there are two things that I'm consistently seeing happening to the Cowboys that, that I just wonder how come they don't happen to other teams as much. So if the Cowboys lose, is immediately they're not a contender. They're not really good. they got to go show us they can beat somebody. So that's one aspect you get when they lose. The other aspect is from the fans who want to believe that everything is just absolutely wrong with the football team, as though guys aren't out here trying. And and I, I shake my head at that. It's, it's like you just, hey, we, let's go get beat. It's not what happened. Um, or that guys don't care. Uh, it, it amazes me from the fan base how they can be just so hard on their own players. They lost, but it wasn't like guys did not go out. Like guys just decided to – like they slept, walk through the game. Like they weren't ready to play with – no, guess what? Got beat. Happens in the league. And you got beat by a team, who, if we think about it, honestly, the last three years, who's been better than the Kansas City Chiefs? Last three seasons, last three seasons, come on, nobody. And where I messed up in my prediction was not realizing how Frank Clark and Chris Jones missed parts of the season when they were giving up the thirty points when the defense was off. That these guys came back and that there was improvement from there. The offense is still an issue at Kansas City. Okay, they they'll end. Two touchdowns in the football game against our, the Cowboys. Our, our,
2: our defense did they did their job. Right. But, yeah.
1: De- yeah, 4-12 on third down. So, if anybody's thinking, oh, well, they're, they're the old – no, they're not. They are not that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes still threw a pick out there. And, and, and Ethan, fumbled. Right. And, you know, Micah Parsons got to him. So, the Cowboys defense – so, they still have vision. But that's still a good football team. Uh, the Cowboys weren't blown out of the water. You would have thought that this was the Denver game, listening to Cowboy fans and reading social
2: media. I will say this. Offensively, this was very similar to the uh, to the Denver Broncos game.
1: Okay, great. I asked that very question to Mike McCarthy, Zach Martin, and Dak Prescott because I went to the game, so I asked them that. And Mike says, "Look, it's the NFL. Until you prove you're going to be able to stop something, you're going to you're going to continue yeah, to see it." Absolutely. And here comes the other issue. We spoke about this on the players lounge. How many people have defensive backfields where you can do this? Kansas City. Obviously, Tyron Matthew back. There. I mean, they they were able to do that. Spagnolo, who's what, won two Super Bowls with two different teams as a coordinator. He drew up a really good that, game plan. Yeah,
2: that 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 was that was more of it. And then also the deficiencies that we have on the offensive line, which I'm sure we'll get to. Yes. That was probably the biggest the biggest downfall for our team last week.
1: So you took two guys who, in my opinion, um, I think are above average coordinators, if not elite defensive coordinators in this league, Vic Fangio and and Steve Spagnolo, who came up with that plan can the Raiders do this? I don't think the Raiders can do this with their defensive backfield come Thursday. Um, that's going to be the challenge. Okay. Yeah. I can say all day long. Hey, that's, that's how you beat so-and-so, but do you have that type of team to do it? And can you get that? You know, Can you get that? So um, it, it's two games. I'm just not ready to panic on everybody. I keep going back Danny to Tampa Bay last year, seven and five at one point. Then they go on an eight game run. Everybody wants it to be perfect right now here in November. It's just not how football works. You 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 can get better. They do have guys out not sitting up here saying, "Oh, Mr. Excuse guy," but I'm just not ready to just trash everyone the way certain people are right now. And then the national media, well, they had beaten a contender, hadn't beaten anybody any good. But at the same time, what am I also hearing about the Patriots right now? Well, look at the Patriots. The Patriots are getting good. Bill Belichick. Well, da, da, da. Like, Cowboys beat them, true. But so it doesn't count. I mean, so so I'm just interested in how how you move the ball all the time. Here, well, concerning i think, the, the, the way the team
2: works. I, I think you know. To, okay, I'll I'll, I'll I'll do both sides here. Okay. All right, if you look at the history of like the last, whatever, five, six years of the Cowboys. I think a lot of fans and a lot of the media have PTSD of the Cowboys to where they always come in and they say the Cowboys should be this. They have these high expectations for the team. And then in the past, they haven't lived up to those expectations. So they've been able to say same old Cowboys. So they're just going to continue to put that on the Cowboys until they win a Super Bowl. So that's something the Cowboys are going to have to deal with until they prove that they can win a Super Bowl. On the Cowboys' side is, I've been a part of these teams, and I've been a part of watching social media and watching the fans and watching the media say the same stuff that they're saying now, not understanding that, yeah, this is the National Football League, and the Cowboys are the cream of the crop when it comes to being being marketed and being talked about, so uh, they're going to continue to talk about the Cowboys, but this happens to almost every team in the league, like you brought up Tampa. This happened to them last season. They go win a Super Bowl. We were talking about the Kansas City Chiefs like this three weeks ago. We were like, yeah, we don't know what's, what, what's going on with those guys. And then all of a sudden, last four games, defense giving up 12 points a game. They're playing better. Pat, Patrick Mahomes comes and has a five-touchdown, 450-yard game. So things can change in the NFL like that. What we need to do is focus on fixing the things that, that were exposed in the Denver game and in the Kansas City game and then becoming a better team moving forward. First thing we need to do, find a running game. Find a commitment to the running game. We have a running game, but if you're not going to be committed to it, then Pre- it doesn't make preach. it doesn't make no sense for you to try to even have it. You can't just say, I'm going to do this every once in a while to keep them off balance. We need to establish a running game because that's what we need to do for our offensive line, not just because we want to keep the defense on their toes. Uh,
1: I'm with you 100% on the running game. I also went back and just told myself, let's look. Look at the three losses, okay? You lost to Tampa Bay. Good football team, all right? Nobody's arguing the Tampa Bay defending Super Bowl champions. You lost to them 31-29. Um, you ended up losing to a first-place Kansas City Chiefs team, which seems that they're, especially from a defensive standpoint, they're coming around, they're getting better. And you lost to a Broncos team that's 5-5 five and five right now, and they've had some they, – you talk about a schizophrenic team right now. So you could say there's one bad loss of the three, Okay, I mean, there's no shame in losing to the two teams who played the Super Bowl right. last year, and and I go back to to how I went and did the win loss thing this year. I had them losing both games. In
2: fact, I had to lose in the Denver game. Can't can't say I had that.
1: I, and for me, I had picked Denver as a playoff team. That was kind of you know I was looking for a wild card this year, right. and Denver was my wild card team. So they've lost three games to teams that I thought that they would lose to. Now, let me ask this simple question to you: Can you recall what? What was your record for the Cowboys this year?
2: How many wins did you have? Uh, I think I had them at eleven. So it was eleven and six.
1: Okay. Eleven and six.
2: Well, when when we first came in. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. after I saw them play, I changed that. It was, but, like, okay, yeah, it was just, like 13. 11. And, okay, yeah, had I got 11. you. So I had eleven.
1: I, I had nine. They're on point to hit eleven. Right. They're on point to hit nine. Um, so I just kinda I, I just can't say it. I shake my head a little bit. I go over here and look at the Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay ended up beating up the Giants last night, 30 to 10, but they lost by 10 points to Washington the week before at Washington. And I understand they're Super Bowl champs and it's Tom Brady, but it's just very interesting. Along the way, guess what? In the National Football League, you
2: can lose some games. Do you think? Do you, you think it's possibly because they're seeing like a pattern of how we're losing the games that, I, that could probably be causing a little panic of like well, when when we lose games, we like we look horrible. But outside of Tampa, where we came in, we still didn't even try to run the ball in that game. But Kay. when we've lost the last two, it was almost not competitive offensively.
1: I, I come back into this. I believe. It's just me. I believe there's that premise of people who saw the Cowboys winning, but last, the Cowboys don't trust like and, and then they lose. See? See, yeah. see, see, see? It's, it's people jumping on it from that standpoint. They're not. They're going to lose some games. This is the National Football League. Um the last two games, you know, definitely, you can see Steve Spagnolo took and borrowed things from Vic Fangio, what they did. And the Cowboys have now been challenged by two teams at the AFC West, two uncommon opponents. But I just come back to this. How many teams are going to be able to play that way?
2: Listen, if, if you're listening to this, the thing that you should be most worried about is the health of our football team. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, is, and, that is what you should and, really that, – that is the only thing that should be scaring you into that, thinking that we might not have a successful season is if we cannot – keep people healthy and keep them on the field.
1: And that's the whole league. You know, that's that that's just the whole league at this standpoint if you're having those things where you're like, "Hey, what about this guy here?" And there? So, Tyron Smith is expected to play Thanksgiving Day. So they gave him off Kansas City because of the quick turnaround like, you know, let's just wait till Thanksgiving because you got Thanksgiving Day a game on Thursday, then you play another Thursday game because you, you got to go to New Orleans. So, they gave him another week to try and get himself ready to go. Chris Jones, by the way, I Island people are talking. There's, you know, there's Aaron Donald here in his own. For me, in his own class. Then that next class, you just better make sure you put Chris Jones up in it because he was as dominant and as good. I mean, I know Connor Mcgovern was was getting that work, but he gave everybody he that work.
2: I mean, he just went down the line. Just, he gave he gave Zach. See another. I mean, Zach, he, I think Zach still played a played a good game. He did get him. Yeah. Now nah, he got him one time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, he did, and and just but just that whole the the my, how many times are you going to face a Chris Jones, how, you know, and Aaron Donald. I mean, this you know this is this you know along the way we we I think people don't want to or oh, their favorite teams they don't want to give other folks credit and recognize what other people can do, especially when they're playing their game. And I watched a lot of the uh, Kansas City post game shows in my hotel room afterwards, and and they first off they treated the Cowboys as though this—you you would have thought they were in the Super Bowl last year the way they treated this win. They should have. And they were hyped up. They were excited. And defensively, they're like, you know, we came in here. We knew they were number one. We wanted—I I, I didn't see the Cowboys the way they saw the Cowboys.
2: They saw it as, as, as a get-right game.
1: Well, right. they, they saw this as the Cowboys are a Super Bowl contender and we can it, make a statement. Exactly. That and was We, we can
2: show because they felt like people were down on them. And the only way for people to, to realize who they really were is, hey, you think that we're bad? We're going to beat whoever y'all think is ahead of us. So that they saw it like that. This is the ultimate competition of like – once we beat this team, especially if we put it in to where how dominant we were on defense, because they had like the number twenty-fifth ranked defense at that time, and they come in and shut down the number one offense. So for them, it was like, all right, we, we're back. That's that's how they feel right now. We are back, and we're ready to play.
1: I just you're, you're correct, but I just didn't think that they thought this was a measuring stick game for them. We were sitting around here talking about it the other way, but they were thinking of it that way. And that was surprising to me, listening to to Chris Jones and Mahomes and Andy Reid and just several of the Chiefs afterwards and watching their post-game shows. And they really – man, people wrote us all. People, I mean, they were in a different state about trying to prove something to people out there. So
2: that, I still think they're just okay. I, don't know. I mean, we, we had a horrible offensive performance, but on the other side of Chris Jones – there was a guy who was like, I'm trying to play better than him. And Michael Parsons came out and was like, I'm trying to wreck this game just like Chris Jones is. We just could not get anything moving on offense so it could validate how well he was playing. But we all see that we held him to 19 and Michael Parsons had a hell of a game. I will take that performance in terms of my, my
1: defense is playing good. If I'm Mike McCarthy, my defense is playing fine. Keep giving me that. We could fix this offense. We, we, we can fix this. Now, it's going to be a little bit challenging because you've got the unknown of how long can Tyron Smith keep going. You've got that. You will not have Amari Cooper this weekend because of COVID. CeeDee Lamb is in concussion protocol. We'll see where he is on Thursday if he can play. And Lord knows, if you can't establish this run and run, and have a better run balance, you're not going to go where you want to go. So there's some issues there. Let's take a break. Jerry Jones had something very interesting to say about Amari Cooper. Let's dive into that, and we've got a, a firing in the National Football League we must touch on. Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. Danny McRae, Newey Scruggs, Church of the day off. This is DallasCowboys.com, a radio.
4: Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. Or was it they go, you go? (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem. Like me.
3: Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
0: Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit seatgeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. Seat Geek, get your seat in a seat.
1: Back, Back. to the Back. Players' Lounge. All righty, give the gift of Cowboys this season with the Dallas Cowboys United membership presented by Globe Life. It's the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan membership start at just $20 and include an exclusive fan pack and VIP member experiences. Tis the season. Visit the Dallas Cowboys and visit them at DallasCowboys.com slash United to get yours today. I'm going to say it again. Cowboys are hot. It's hard to find merchandise. <laughs> you better get it now. Just saying. Just saying. I knew we had just should listen to you.
2: Um, so there you go. Like they, they, they like they should listen to me about the draft picks. So shout out to Michael Parsons, man. He's playing really, really well. You, you, but you didn't want Michael There Carson. has been there has been uh, listen. There has been no more evident uh, uh, person who's been missing from the lineup and we play horrible than Tyron Smith. I don't I don't care what you are saying. As good of a game as Michael Parsons had, we had no shot because the continuity on our offensive line is not there. It's more important.
1: Look, all I'm just going to say, when you, when you go there, I immediately think that it's Jalen Smith instead of Micah Parsons out there. It's Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderbilt. Because th- then you'd have had your guy, Rashawn Slater. So that's all I'm thinking,
2: the defense with – with We don't know who they would have drafted after that at linebacker if they didn't get a good one in the first. I'm not saying Michael Parsons is a bad pick. I'm just saying, and I'm going to continue to say that it is so much more evident when we are missing asserted someone on the offense versus anyone on the defense. And it's so evident that we obviously don't have a chance at winning some of these games when we are lacking on the offensive line.
1: I'm going to let Danny McCray be wrong. That's it. That's, cool. that's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to continue to let Danny be right.
2: 19-9, to nine, you said? That's, that was the score? Continue Michael Parsons had almost one of the best games that you could play as a defender. We scored nine points. Dan Quinn and company did their part. I know. That's Kelly what I'm Moore saying. Kelly Moore and company got to do theirs. Uh, yep. Offensive line has to be right.
1: And uh-huh. you're hoping Tyron Smith is back?
2: I am. I am. I, hope, I hope he's back and I hope Still is that right tackle.
1: And I, I am going to believe, because I, I saw Tyron warming up. In Kansas City on the field. He looked like he could go, by the way. When I saw him and talked to him, he, he looked like he could go, but that was obviously a decision that they've made, and I think the Cowboys' uh, medical staff has done a good job making sure guys, when they were ready to come back, they were ready to go. So Tyron Smith, I believe he's going to be out there Thursday. Just like I told you, I did not believe he was going
2: to play. When we, you know, Who's going to be at right tackle? Who, who do you want to see at right tackle? Okay, now let me, one more time. Who gives us the best chance to win? When playing right tackle. Seventy-eight, or seventy-one. I uh, get off the fence. There's only two of us here now, so you can't you can't there's no middle for you to play. It's just me and you. You pick one, I pick one. If they go with
1: Collins, I won't have a problem. You go with Steele. I won't have a problem.
2: Steele has Classic. done everything. Not he, answering the you question. Asked how long it took you to, to come do. up with this. Are you a really? What? Listen. If you, it's me, if you it, Mayweather. You okay, you, if, you you you. If, hey, if <laughs> what? If I if I am yes the O-line you. That's coach, what I'm asking. No no if, no no. I'm asking you. Who do you believe we have the best chance to win with at right tackle? There's I'm only gonna, there's only one person you can name. You can't name them I'm, both.
1: I'm going with Collins.
2: Thank you. I'm glad you answered. Okay. I'm not. I'm going with Steele.
1: Okay. Because I,
2: with... I've seen, I've, I've seen the, the play at right tackle, and, and it, it, it has not been up, up to par I'm, for the I'm, last couple games.
1: I'm going with Collins, but I believe we will see Steele
2: Thanksgiving Day. So why would you go with Collins? What, what is it about Collins and, and how he's played since he's come back that will make you say, I, I would go with him over Steele? who who you've been on on the podcast saying while, while uh, Collins was out that this guy has earned his has earned that position he's played well he's gotten better last year he wasn't good he he did everything they asked him to do and he came back and he was a better player he earned that spot so w- what is it cuz maybe what you're thinking is what they're thinking
1: and maybe I'm the guy that's still trying to think okay he, go back in the, in the then the, the Lel Collins time machine I'm going to at some point in time I'm going to see that player that's what I'm believing and thinking that I'm going to see
2: that player at some point in time. Now, have I seen it here? I'm getting there. That, I mean, that, <laughs> that's all. That's all fair when you don't have somebody behind him that's playing that way, right? Where yeah. if you like, hey, th- this is our best guy. He's going to get back to where he was at. That's that's all fair. But when you yeah. got a guy who's who's been successful over the five games, six games when uh, Leo wasn't starting at that position then I think it's an easy choice to say this is the guy who gives us the best chance to win. That's oh. what coaches
1: do. And and I you can c- kind of take that back into the Dak Romo debate, his rookie year. People are like, well, what are you taking a guy out for? Why would you take four out look at all he's done? You can look at the winning streaks that they've had on, and 78 has been right there. You go there, and it's all good. I got no problems with it. But you ask me, I would go college. But but
2: but Why? Oh, because you believe that the time machine is going to turn back and that he's going to be the player that he was before the suspension, which is fine. Let me lie to myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you drank the Kool-Aid last let year. That, I mean, you, you this, good with that. Yes, yes. You're going to need to see a therapist. By the way, breaking, <laughs> new, breaking news in hey! the National Football League, Jason
1: Garrett has been fired as the offensive coordinator of the New York Giants after 26 games. The Giants last night with a dud performance on Monday Night Football. And let me say this. This is not a firing that should happen alone. The general manager needs to go because he's the guy that provided the players out on the football field. He has not been good. The head coach, I'm not sold on. When Joe Judge was hired and he couldn't get anybody else from New England to come with him, that was a problem to me. Because, Danny, you have been involved in college football in the National
2: Football League. What do we normally see coaches go do? They bring they bring people along that they that, that they like they that hire, they coach with. They They're hire, guys. They hire their friends. We right? saw it, Nolan. Nola, okay, and, and as you were saying,
1: laser. and we see how people will even hire to the detriment of their own of their own selves by bringing in their friends, a la Mike McCarthy bringing in Mike Nolan. So yes, yes, guys hire friends. I mean, even the linebacker. So so yeah, I mean, divert dive into this because we talked about this we before. did. So the linebacker coach for the Cowboys. What's his name? <laughs> I'm not
2: I'm not the, the real Okay.
1: <laughs> yes, yes the, the guy room. who's technically linebacker coach so at the podium all right Micah has this great game <laughs> he he credited George he credited George he you credited know? Dan Quinn he, he,
2: he left him out yes, yes. he yes. left him out his Grammy speech Yes, he did. Okay, all right, Mike. I mean, hey.
1: <laughs> so once again, Mike hired what he because hired, that guy, the linebacker coach, was you know some some whatever quality whatever guy in Green Bay. So he brings him here, makes gives him a gives him a coaching job, and we see George Edwards is the dude really running the running the linebacker room here. But you can hire your friends, and that's what normally people do. But Joe Judge couldn't hire anybody who was a friend of his in New England, and I guess he had no friends.
2: Well, you know what I'm about to do. Come to the defense of my guy JG because. I, listen, if you have watched Daniel Jones play and you think that he is the the, the franchise, answer? The, the answer for the New York Giants, then you are sadly mistaken. And this is why when we talk about Dan Quinn possibly going to get a head coaching job, the, the, he should only do that if it's the right situation because that – offense and that team and the roster that they have put together is not a good situation for anybody who's coaching offense. Not a receiver coach, not an offensive line coach, and not an offensive coordinator, not a quarterback coach. It's not a good situation for any of those. And before J.G. had gotten there, Danny Dimes wasn't Danny Dimes. I'm just I'm I'm looking at this like it, it, it's no way. So if they don't close the book on Danny Dimes as well, then they looking at this for the next few years of as, being a bad offensive team.
1: As I said, this needs to be the beginning of other. He, you know, he, it should not
2: be solely focused on him alone. No, that's why he shouldn't have been first. <laughs> 'Cause now you're looking for a scapegoat of like, well, uh, well, well, well now we gotta okay. find out okay. well, like what, what like what is it? The yeah. offense still isn't good? Yo, but you ain't been able to find a good offense with this dude you, since Eli was gone.
1: You you done this long enough.
2: Nah, yeah, I know. You gotta you gotta have
1: a scapegoat. You know how it goes. You know how it goes.
2: Okay. Oh, I know. But I know I know about Danny Dimes, and I, you know, I, I, and I keep calling him Danny. His name Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. I was his like, name, what, a, what a dime. His name is Daniel <laughs> what a dime. Jones. If you think about, you think about what, uh, Daniel Jones and anytime we talk about his highlight, it's a run. It's a long run. It's a long run of him tripping and falling you know, at the 15 and not scoring a touchdown, or, 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 or Daniel Jones got some wheels. It ain't been nothing about no Dimes since his rookie year. And they was and they were a few far in between when he was Danny Dimes.
1: So the general manager, they need to upgrade. So he need to move on from the general manager. I'm Not sold on the head coach. You move. You've already removed the the offensive coordinator. I'm not sold on the quarterback.
2: No, who, no, no. You not not sold. You you out. Right, you should no, be out. Right. right, right, right. I mean, he done. He's, he, he's KP. He done. Can't, he can't play. Yeah. And, and,
1: and you've got the running back who. I'm not ever looking for him to be what he was his rookie year. I'm just not and, and they shouldn't either I mean he's definitely not a guy that you're about to give you know a second contract to so they've got they've got serious issues there with the Giants, which is sad because you think about football in New York as a city, other team cross town bad too I mean that's that's a lot of bad games in that stadium, my man.
2: It's a lot of bad games. So, yes. Yeah, so Dan Quinn, take notes from Sala. <laughs> take notes. <laughs> every 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 position isn't a good one, all right? So when you look at staying here with us next year and being a top ten defense or going to somewhere that is similar to the Jets, who does not have anything in place for you to be successful, wait well, so, wait weigh, weigh, weigh those options. So so Salah's got Sala's
1: got one year, so he's not going anywhere. It would be interesting on Joe Judge if, if Mara goes out and gets a general manager, does he allow that general manager to also bring in his own coach or whether or not he decides to stay with Joe Judge.
2: If you want football to be right in New York, you, you better.
1: And if I'm Dan Quinn and I'm looking at, let's say they do fire Joe Judge and they do bring in, I'm Dan Quinn, do I get to kind of do the Pete Carroll, Andy Reid thing? Brand, you know, uh, uh, the coach of Buffalo, uh, uh, McDermott, where I get to come bring in the GM, somebody we can all work with. How does that work? If if I entertain that, entertain that job.
2: Speaking of, is is enemy still up for a head coaching job coming up this year, or all of a sudden now since they not playing well? Now was like, oh yeah, told you, told you it was it, it wasn't really him. Because we're talking about Dan Quinn, and the enemy been up for, for, for a good minute okay, now. Let me just simply say this. I know. I know. Simp- I just had to put it out. Let
1: me simply say this. If the man couldn't get a job and his quarterback won the MVP, then the next year the man couldn't get a job and his quarterback won the Super Bowl MVP, I don't know what to tell you other than this thing is rigged. It's rigged when – the guy previously before him, Matt Nagy, is the offensive coordinator, gets the head coaching job with the Bears and the Chiefs didn't win a Super Bowl or get in it. And then the previous coordinator under Andy Reid gets the job with the Eagles and they hadn't won anything, and yet you're there winning. The NFL has told me all I need to know. You've changed the rules and you don't care, and a guy like Nick Sirianni can get a job because people are like, well, Eric Benjamin, he not called the plays. Andy Reid called the play. Nick Sirianni didn't call no plays. On a, on a Colts team that didn't do anything, but yet he's a head coach. So we know where this is going. Just connect the dots. The data points all tell you what it is. So Eric Bieniemy, yeah, you're right. You could bring it up, but at the end of the day, guess what? Good luck trying to get a job, Eric Bieniemy, in the National Football League.
2: Good luck. So yeah, I, we, we have a duty to just go ahead and say Eric Bieniemy should be up. As much as we talk about Dan Quinn, <laughs> Eric Bieniemy should be as much a candidate ta- as for much a head As much as you job. talk
1: about Kellen Moore,
2: yes, should okay. be up. Just like that.
1: I mean yesterday, you know what? Eric Bieniemy's offense got uh, got things done and they by the way that running game was the last time you saw Kansas City run that much. Well, there were 26 carries? The last time you saw Kansas City run the ball 26 times. Their running game was effective yesterday, and definitely effective when they needed it to be. And when I was watching the post-game show, Eric Bieniemy getting a whole lot of credit from his players. But you're right. He should be up for a job. But come on, man, let's, let's, let's just be honest with it. It is really hard for black folks to get jobs in the National Football League. It's hard.
2: Head coaching jobs.
1: Head coaching jobs. Uh, coordinators, too? Yeah. And I mean, look at Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy took forever and a day for Tony Dungy to get. A job. And when he got one, what did he get? A dog <laughs> job. He got a dog job from Tampa Bay. So you look at Jim Caldwell. You go a nine and seven. You know, stretch for the Detroit Lions that they hadn't seen in about you know twenty years. He got fired. GM gonna say nine and seven not good enough. You are right? Nine and seven was not good enough for you. Ain't seen nine and seven since. You go. They hide. owe
2: one and are they owe one? They owe they owe oh whatever and one. In one
1: yeah. right. You know, you went out and hired Matt Patricia, your, your boy from New England, come to find out he has some kind of sexual assault case. You, know, you ain't done no research on this, and they got to go spin that. Players don't like him. He was supposed to be this rocket scientist, ran the thing in the ground. But this is the league. This is a league where they tell you, hey, African-American, you know, go out here, perform at a high level. You do that, and then it's an excuse. You ain't call no play. Da, 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 da. It frustrates you. It's very frustrating. Personally, and I tell I tell these coaches I know I don't know how you I don't know how you do it. And then I'll even call out Mike Tomlin. You're a blackhead coach. Been at two Super Bowls. One one. worked for organization that ain't fired nobody since 1969. You can, you you ain't no black coordinator ever good enough to work for you on either side of the damn ball? Yet Bruce Aaron's got three of them working for him. Shout out
2: to BA Shout out there in Tampa, man.
1: Then Tomlin got mad. <laughs> Tomlin got mad at Jim Trotter of NFL Network because Trotter brought it up. But all Trotter was doing is doing the same stuff that these black assistant coaches have said to me and other another black reporters. Hey man, can somebody call out Mike Tomlin for not helping? Because he got helped, but here's a dude that just all of a sudden shut the door. And Tomlin had the nerve to get all upset. Sorry, bro. You, you, you were in a position of power. You could help and you ain't helping anybody. When your own folks who've had success decide they don't want to help, that's a damn shame. Let's take a break. When we come back, the one player on the Raiders offense the Cowboys should be concerned about. Let's dive into that next. Danny McCray, New East Coast. This is the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio.
0: Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go.
2: So AT&T is giving everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest
3: ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy restrictions and exceptions may apply.
1: Back to the Players' Lounge. Registration for Holiday Youth Camps is now open. Don't miss the Dallas Cowboys Football Academy and the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleader Dance Academy camps on December 21st at the Star in Frisco and December 22nd at AT AT&T Stadium. Space is limited, so register today at dallascowboys.com slash academy, and you can catch the ultimate survivor, Danny McRae,
2: at those very camps. Yep, and uh, letting you know now, don't say that you didn't know. If you're on this show and you're listening, There are about 30 spots left per camp. There's only two camps. 30 spots left per camp, and we still got a month to go. So you better sign up as quick as you can because there will be no more space added, unfortunately.
1: My child was looking at one of those. We went out for the Christmas extravaganza on Friday. Good show, by the way. Uh, shout out to Jenny Durbin. Yeah, I seen the and Fireworks time. and everything fireworks out there. Fireworks were out there. Our, our boy Rob up there. He was dancing. There's a good there's <laughs> an elf. I mean, there's a good show. I'm gonna tell you right now. It's it's a free show. They do it on Fridays and Saturdays. It's really good. And get there early. Get there early. But I, I took my little one out there. She enjoyed the show, but she she looked at that uh Dallas Cowboys cheerleader camp. I tried to look away. <laughs> Where are we going to go eat after? you want to go over there to, to the
2: burger place or the pizza place? So. Bring it on through, man. We might get, you might get your family friend discount. You'll be all right. We, we, we might do something for you. So uh, so
1: there you go. Uh, the Cowboy Football Academy and Cheerleader Academy camps December 21st and 22nd. Go to dallascowboys.com slash academy. I'm Newey Scruggs. He is Danny McRae. This is the Players Lounge Barry Church with the day off. The player you are most concerned about with from an offensive standpoint of the Raiders is... Is
2: it Jacobs? The running back? Yes. We need to stop. Every game is the same for me. If we don't start the game by stopping the run, we are in trouble. I know they got Waller, and I know he's this tight end that, that is that is, can be lined up as a receiver. He makes these crazy yards, get a lot of catches, but... That is opened up when Jacobs is able to get rolling. And then they have these options that tricks the defense into having to put eight in the box, uh, having the defense biting on play action. Everything opens up when you're not able to stop the run. As you said, Kansas City hadn't run the ball like that in how Home. All of a sudden, Been a minute. all of a sudden, they're committed to the run game because they see that we're getting gas, specifically on that left edge. We cannot find a way to stay outside.
1: Great point. Great point. So now you made me think, because I, I remembered writing down some notes. I was doing my, uh, my my TV stand-up in Kansas City. Going back into, all right, what did the Denver Broncos do? What did Kansas City do? They ran the ball.
2: Yeah. They attacked the edges.
1: Ran the ball. And also, as you're running the football against the Cowboys, that keeps their offense off the field. Cowboys, you know. The Drives they had obviously that they weren't be able to get productive, but you didn't have a lot of them either, right? And so that's the other thing run the football, run the clock on the Dallas Cowboys to keep their offense off on the field. So, yes, if you can establish a run with Brandon Jacobs or not Brandon, but Josh Josh, Josh Jacobs and, and their other running backs, that is something there. So, so we'll see. Um, Darren Waller comes to mind for me because he obviously is a mismatch nightmare. Travis Kelsey had a had a decent game. It was decent. It was. It wasn't bad. It also wasn't. I mean, We've no. seen Kelsey have a lot better games, and people want to control him. Well, so
2: you think about that. You got Kyle Pitts, Kelsey, and now Waller, and we've done a decent job on on the first two. Yes. So I got confidence in our secondary that we'll be able to handle that. Uh, whoever they put on them, if it's Jordan Lewis or if it's Trayvon Diggs, I think we we can find a way to take him out of the game as long as we. Stop the run and turn them uh, to a one-dimensional offense where they have to throw the ball uh, more often than not to 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 possibly get first downs and touchdowns.
1: Want to get into Amari Cooper? Michael Irvin came out. Uh, TMZ's got him saying, you know, Amari was selfish for you know for not getting the shot. Jerry Jones on his show on 105.3 The Fan today said that uh, look, uh, that popped us. He said, They're talking about Amari not getting vaccinated, um, it popped us. Dak Prescott, I was there in a press conference afterwards. He was was defensive. He didn't want to answer the questions about Cooper. And the one question I would love to ask Jerry Jones is, Jerry, did you ask Cooper to reconsider his stance on becoming vaccinated and any other player on your football team that's not vaccinated? Have you spoken to them? Because Jerry's like, hey, it popped us. Meaning in a bad way, like man, this hurt. Now you're going into a Thanksgiving Day game where Cooper's not available, and you've got C.D. Lamb, who went left the game with a concussion. And I'm sorry,
2: the drop seeds that were left behind by goodness. these receivers. Goodness, Noah Brown and Wilson, my goodness, okay. they uh they couldn't find a way to get it done. They looked like Schultz that first game that Schultz was in at the uh, Jarvin got hurt, and we thought that the lights were too bright for him. That's what they look like in that game, and I won't say the lights are too bright because they—they've been guys who have got in and made big catches. But that situation in that game, it just—they—they they were off.
1: So I'd like to know from from the Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer Jerry Jones. Do you go talk to your guys?
2: Check this out. My assumption is, just based off the history of Jerry Jones, specifically when we had the whole thing with the anthem and who was mm-hmm. going to stand and who take a knee, he—he—he he, he, he did speak to the team. In in those situations, so I'm just going to assume that he did try his hardest to make sure that everybody understood that he would like his entire team to be vaccinated. Yes,
1: and now I'm saying based on this, do you? Oh, come after? Right? You, yes, oh, you that, mean? Oh, yeah. Yes, okay, that's gotcha, a question. Gotcha. Now, now, do you reconsider it? Do you, okay? So, all right, you come back to Amari. This happened. We don't want it in January, where we're trying to get where we want to go, and to any other player. Because, yes, it's their choice. But the rules, and Jerry Jones talked about they are trying to make the rules hard on you if you don't get vaccinated. He said had Cooper been vaccinated, he'd have not even been tested.
2: I think you misspoke. I'm just listening. That's what yeah, the man yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, so, I'm, so I'm that, that, that also would be I, – I wouldn't understand how that would work. But but I mean I I don't I don't know the ins and outs of the rules. This
1: is and and this you know and and I may be wrong, but my initial understanding was you're tested more.
2: You get I think it's daily. Possibly. Oh, so you said he would have been tested at that point. Yes. Okay, I thought you okay not at all, (laughs) but at that point because I know vaccinated players still do get tested because they can still fail and then be out for five days. But yeah, I got you. I got you.
1: So so that's my question. Do you go back and ask guys to reconsider it? I'll say this. If you're in the locker room, do you go and talk to a guy like Cooper about, you know, as a, hey, man, look, it's a choice, but, you know, we don't want this to happen in the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl or even the first game of the playoffs. I think that is a legitimate conversation that should be had.
2: First of all, in, in the locker room, there are only a few players who can go have that conversation with Amari Cooper. Correct. One, somebody who has a relationship with him already. Correct. Not just somebody who fell ill like, man, all right, man, we, we lost. All right, let me go talk to this yeah, dude. No, Kelvin yeah. Joseph is not getting <laughs> yeah. ready to go so, ask Yeah, him so, so, so it has to be yeah. one of those guys. And and unfortunately what I believe is those conversations have been had, and I don't think that the mind would – like we're, what, 10, 10, 11 weeks into the season? I don't think the what? mind would be changed. You already operate under the assumption that – this can possibly happen. Like it hadn't happened to you yet, but the assumption when you're in the season is this can happen to me. And I weighed all this and I still decided that this is where I'm going to stand in terms of being getting that uh, vaccination and not getting it.
1: If if C.D. Lamb doesn't play and we see Drop City against the Raiders, I, I'm imagining that conversation is going to be
2: had. But then whatever he stood for, really, t- 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 you know, in, 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 in the grand scheme of things, really wasn't something to stand for, right?
1: And, well, and I come back to what Jerry talked about,
2: about team. It's all about team, yeah, team, but, team. Know, so, so it, was, it was team when he decided not to get it in the first place. So I'm so, just saying so, I, don't, I don't see a change coming.
1: This is, And this is going to be the very interesting conversation that goes forth. Um, this is a part of the National Football League. And along the way, at some point in time, the way we're going, as you start to get into winter, Somebody's possibly going to miss a playoff game who's a really good football player because they're not vaccinated. And as Jerry said, they, the rules are punitive for, it, for, for, for people who don't. They're tried to make it this way. So we'll see. It's just going to be an interesting conversation of where they go forward there. Hey, Danny, fun stuff. We'll do it again tomorrow at 1230 for oh, Chris Bean, Will, everybody who's been a part of this. Um, programming note, tomorrow at 1230, Mick Shots is coming in. They're going to do their show at 12.30 tomorrow. We will do the show at 1.30 tomorrow.
2: So we're trying to help out and be good team players. So, yes, yeah, when you tune in at 12.30, do not be expecting to hear Barry Church, Dana McCray, and Newey Scruggs, no, okay? No, that hear- should be your 1.30 listen, okay? Listen to them both. But ex- make sure your expectations are correct for who you plan on hearing.
1: Yes. Mickey's standing outside right now, ready to go. Here comes Mickey. He's, he's like, right now. Mickey's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. So, Mick shot's coming your way. One thirty right here on DallasCowboys.com.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!